Welcome to the Salt Circle Podcast. My name is Hank. With me, as always, is Ben. Hey. I had a lot oh. of curry before <laughs> starting this. I I forgot about the podcast, and Hank messages me, and he's like, podcast? And some some people would would put down the, the spicy curry and maybe have like a crab rangoon or something you know something to not like lower the effect on their on their mouth hole my decision was to shovel as much of it in my mouth as i could and now i'm here <laughs> welcome welcome to here yeah it's it's good to be here So, this is the start of old movie month? Not sure we're going to get all these episodes Two recorded months. in time. Whatever. Old, like the old movie project. Yeah. We're watching old, old shit. And when I, I say old seen... shit, I don't mean, I don't mean like the 80s or the 90s. Yeah. I mean old shit. And I have seen none of it. At all. Even a little. I actually, um, yeah, so we're, I mean, we'll, we'll start, you know, we're doing our, our first, our first four, our Humphrey Bogart films. Yes. Um, based on the fact that we had Kurosawa films and Hitchcock films, I thought Humphrey Bogart was the director. He is not. Nope. I like He's the name is vaguely familiar, but then yeah. Uh huh. So what I I'm honestly blanking on the on the titles we had. We had Casablanca, we had that's the, the only one? Falcon. Right, right, right. Casablanca, to have and have not, the big sleep, which are sort yeah, of his yeah. first yeah. Uh, four. Big ones, I think. Okay. Okay. I know what each one was. I just, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. This is also actually, like, my, I you know, along with having not seen, like, any of these, um, I, I haven't really seen a true, like, noir film. So, mm-hmm. this was obviously the, you know. The genre isn't exactly something wild and unfamiliar, but it was just cool to see a, a style of of story that I wasn't super familiar with. For some of them, anyway. Yeah, because they're they're not all like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. sleep in particular is like. Oh, pretty. yeah! I got thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's start with uh, his first sort of yeah breakout movie. I technically he starred in this movie High Sierra before this, and I found out that like the advertising for the Maltese Falcon was all about the star of the High Sierra, but High Sierra kind of sucks uh, and isn't super well remembered. Maltese Falcon is like his first starring 
role that's really re- remembered. He he played villains mm-hmm. in other movies and other minor roles for a long time. Okay, like he was pretty. He's pretty uh, late in his career that he became like a huge star. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. But yeah, Maltese Falcon is kind of like the like the quintessential straightforward uh, detective story. Mm-hmm. It was... a lot of the the tropes of the the yeah. genre, except they're not tropes yet. Kind of, at least in movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I have I have questions about that when we get to Casablanca. Um. I it, it was fine. <laughs> like, I think, I think it's honestly more than anything. It's just sort of a bit like, I don't find this genre like super invigorating it's it's Mm -hmm. it's it's fine um i think between the two styles of films of this we watched i think i liked the big sleep more but maybe for wrong reasons um this just kind of was there i i think the the big sleep is generally more more entertaining yes uh this doesn't have peter laurie so that's a plus which which one's he um, the one who's also in Casablanca. Oh, he the has one, like one the, of the ones who's also with the big he, eyes. Does he have the voice? Yes, he's the voice. Okay, that's Peter yeah. Lorre. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> Is he like stupid idiot? <laughs> yeah, he, the like that. Ren. Is there like? I I should I should have looked this up because like his voice is super familiar. Yeah. Peter Lorre. Very famous. Long career. I wonder if I just knew, like, if it was just lines from stuff that I had heard or something, or, like, quips or something. Or if he was, did he, like... I mean, you've also probably heard lots of imitations of his voice. Uh, you know what? Cartoons and stuff. Yeah, because I'm definitely, it's definitely, like, a I don't know what cartoon... But it's certainly a cartoon that I'm thinking of. It's like on the it's on the tip of my brain. Oh, it's, that's gonna bug me. Maybe by the end of the episode, <laughs> I'll figure it out. I want to say like offhand, like Sonic the Hedgehog, maybe. Oh, weird. Ooh, that's gonna. Ooh, that's a. This is a bad one. <laughs> I'm tempted to just shut the whole thing down and we'll <laughs> regroup when I can figure it out. Son of a bitch. But yeah. Mm. No, he's he was he was good. He has like I wish he was on screen more. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Honestly, like for me, the Maltese Falcon is good, but the thing that makes the movie to me is at the end. When Bogart's like gives his speech that to the woman's like, Yep, well you're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'll well you still feel that way about me when you're out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll we'll 
yeah. that like speech, the way that it handles that of him actually not letting her get away with it mm-hmm. is uh is what makes this whole movie for me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... then like uh, uh Sidney yeah. Green Street's also pretty pretty entertaining. It's the the fat man. Oh yeah. Gutman. <laughs> <laughs> um it felt good to get back to that like original Godzilla runtime. <laughs> it's feeling pretty nice. Mm. Like an hour and a half right on the dot. Not like related to anything, but you know. <laughs> yeah, this was the this was the only one of those these movies that was that short. Yeah. You know? And I was that's like a thing when I saw it I was wondering if that would be a bit of a trend just cuz like mm-hmm. oh were old movies like shorter or I I actually don't know. I guess are they is it like has anything changed in that regard? I could see it going either way honestly. Like with old films being short or like oh here's a 3 or 4 hour film that's unnecessary but we don't know what we're doing yet. I mean, I mean, I feel like on, well, it's it's kind of the same where, like, bigger movies would be longer. Okay. Like, le- length is, like, a... Like, if the movie is more worth confident it. in your movie or you're, yeah. like... So, like, movies that... It's like comparing movies. Like, the re- thing is, these days, it's like... There are big movies, and then there are movies that just get like released to Netflix or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, so you don't have that, like that makes sense. necessarily as many as like smaller budget, like less ambitious movies in that way. Yeah, movies today are all long because it's like you're trying to give you bang for your buck because movies are so expensive to go to. Like they're trying mm-hmm. to get you to go to a theater a lot of the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I. I don't know. Yeah, the, the uh, one of the striking things watching the Maltese Falcon today is that like, it has all like just the classic detective moments in it. Yes, but it's all played straight, which just never happens anymore. You're never allowed. You like, you just can't do this stuff anymore without like having a wink or a not like a some like way to undercut it or something. Yeah. Like this is it it kind of like this has been done well too many times for to do it straight anymore. There's yeah. always some like No, that checks weird, out. Some undercutting of it. Like if I saw I don't know like 80% of this shit in a film today. I would, mm-hmm. I feel like I would expect, even if they, yeah, I just, like, it wouldn't be, even if there's not, like, anything outright, I would expect the, even just, like, the tone of delivery to be, like, ridiculous, <laughs> I guess, in some form. Which is not to say that, like, there's nothing ridiculous in this movie. Like, Sydney no, Green Street no. is pretty, <laughs> pretty, uh pretty good but um yeah it's it's as a is plotting and then it's like 
stuff goes, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. It's playing it straight. Yeah, and it's like, it's good. I, I, it, I certainly don't think it's a. It's definitely not a bad film, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's enough, um, not nostalgia, but like that. It that it feels like an importance factor, you know. Like, I know there's a lot, like, for, like, for Ocarina of Time or something, or, like, the original Legend of Zelda, there's, like, people with the nostalgia, but then there's the large chunk of people who are like, but it was the first, or it's so important, it was this, it changed the, like, yeah, okay. And I, like, I like this for, for that. Like, it's cool Mm. looking at the, is it, like, how, how early in the game was this for the for the genre was this like at the forefront or is this um is this like a really good example of something that had been trucking along for a little bit um i'm not 100 percent. i know the novels like from 10 years earlier the novels okay. from like the th- the 30s but um yeah, we had word as far as as far as movies go. This is pretty. It's close enough to like pretty early. <laughs> call it call it yeah. a forefather. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Apparently, it's cited as the first major film noir. Okay, cool. So it is pretty pretty. Uh, I I did notice. I guess. Were all of were all four of these films based on books? I know two of them were. I guess I forget if uh, uh, Casablanca Casablanca is not. That one's a yeah right. That one's like a play, isn't it? Or did the play come after? The play might have come. Uh, it was based on an unproduced stage play. Great. (laughs) Called Everybody Comes to Rick's. Right, right. <laughs> Not yeah, quite. No, Casablanca the... is is uh, really pr- just a movie. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, that's kind of what I thought. And yeah. And the to have it have not is only in heavy quotes based on a book, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, I I think I remember <laughs> seeing something about that. We'll have to. I've read that book, so we'll have to talk about that a little. Um, but yeah, the, the, it's the Maltese Falcon. It's the classic search for a MacGuffin. Yeah, and uh, but uh, the thing about it is that like the the big sleep ends up being way more um, kind of influential about how film noir actually will go mm-hmm. in terms of like shit being weird yeah <laughs> this is a pretty fo- straightforward just detective story where he kind of everything kind of gets revealed by the end he he figures everything out yeah but i also this like starts and this but this just like establishes humphrey bogart as a star and like the way he'll he'll be a star for most of the rest of his career mm-hmm. and like 
just him is like the coolest guy in movies. <laughs> yeah. Which like I, I even just seeing this film, I get it. Yeah. Dude was good. Dude's a he's he's good. He is, like, he's that like quintessential look. Yeah. And he has like his his way he acts with his hands is always so good and they were like definitely yeah. like a working class hands. Mm-hmm. They're like like you can tell he's lived a life. Yeah. What uh like so what age did he get like big acting? Or I guess like what uh, I, a better question is was he like a lifetime actor or did he get into the game at all later on? No, he had been in a lot of movies. Okay, okay. So it was but, like a but uh I forgot if yeah. you had said that he Yeah, so it's not like it's like Leslie Nelson Nielsen was like that. Right? Mm. He like cuz wasn't he like a stage actor and he just got into film acting like super late in his life? Yeah, and he wasn't a comedic actor at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Falcon was good. Yeah, I think he was like what 42. Okay. Or something. When they made the yeah, movies Falcon. Yeah, that's pretty late. He was born in 1899. That's wild. <laughs> it's like it for for like 1941. You know, it doesn't it's not thinking about that date, it doesn't feel super long ago, but then when it's like yeah, this guy was born prior to 1900. <laughs> Feels kind of long ago. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. Uh, what did you like? Just as even a more general question, what would you think about like the way dialogue was delivered in these movies? Like the fast talking compared to like more modern movies um i don't like i enjoyed it i i will say this is uh i mean it's a it's a good segue in a in a sense like Mm. casablanca was great yeah like i you know i'd heard of it a thousand times um Uh i didn't quite picture it on a boat but there was certainly a lot of wrong things that <laughs> I assumed. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we can get to that, but I like I really liked it in everything about it, including the dialogue and how it's delivered. I, and even in all of these films, like that that translated. Um, yeah, I. I guess I'm trying to imagine like if a if a film came out today and it had that same. That same shtick. I don't know. I don't know if it would work as well. Unless you're like intentionally doing other things to kind of fit the theme. I don't know if you could just lift that style of delivery and put it in a modern film. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird because it's like not really how people talk in modern movies. But I don't. I think it ages really well. Like, yeah. Just because it's fat, like it makes it's what makes old movies. I think really good is the these 
these fast dialogue ones, other than like like the black and white stuff looks pretty good. Whereas they're like they're like early they're like color movies in the seventies that look like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> the, the studios don't know what they're doing. Whereas like which was like a time where like the studio movies were bad and the, the more independent stuff is the stuff everyone remembers. Okay. Um but this is the this is the time when the the studio stuff was the both the stuff everybody liked and the a lot of the stuff that was getting would get critical acclaim like Casablanca won an Oscar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Ed was super popular. <laughs> yeah, which makes sense. <laughs> I fucking great. I fucking get the hype. Yeah. Yeah, let's just talk about Casablanca, because Casablanca is Hell fucking yeah. good. So, what I thought Casablanca was, and I believe this, uh-huh. it has to stem from, I think, I don't know what film again, I think it was an animated film of some sort, but I think it was something where, like, there's this big, ominous castle, like, sort of Dracula-type stuff, and... <laughs> It was like a pun sort of thing where the castle was like, welcome to Castle Blanca or something like that. And I don't know, that just like fucking stuck with me. So I thought we were dealing with more of like a Nosferatu sort of thing where it's like a dude who lives at a a castle. And it's like, okay, I didn't necessarily know if it was creepy or not, but like. You know, Othello didn't take place on a boat. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> this felt Fun like fact. we get like 20 seconds in. I'm like, yeah, I was misinformed. Somewhere along the <laughs> way, it was incorrect, but that's fine. I wasn't really looking forward to 40s hermit vampire anyway, so it's kind of a nice surprise. This was much better than I... <laughs> Than my version. Yeah, man. This movie is very good. Also, propaganda. Yeah. To get the U.S. to go into World War II and fight the Nazis. Right. But, uh, you know, that holds up pretty well, too. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out. Um, so as far as, like... I guess trend setting or whatever. I I think it. I, am I correct in saying that like played again, Sam comes from this like, yes. directly? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Um, the only the only other one that I can remember like super clearly. There might be others. Um, the like here's looking at you, kid. Is that also like directly from this? Yeah. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's it's just weird. Like it's fucking come down into so many different things. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, Casablanca is pretty, pretty influential in many, many ways. God, this movie just has so many good characters too. Yes. Like, fucking. Oh, Captain Renault. I'm 
Shocked. Shocked to find gambling going on. <laughs> yeah. You're winning, sir. Oh, it's thank so you. Good. It's so good. Like, <laughs> it feels like a, a modern film, basically. Like, And that's kind of the thing that surprised me is, I don't know, I fucking thought they were all going to be, like, slow and boring. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there are, you know, for the four that we've watched, there are probably, like, thousands that are actual trash but that's true of, mm-hmm. like any era for movies yeah uh-huh yeah um but it just it was it felt so good everything about this felt amazing yes it's it's very good <laughs> and the ending was like perfect I don't know. I I really I thought it was gonna be like a oh he he sacrificed himself and the Nazis are gonna kill him or imprison him forever or whatever. And nah, well, let's go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Like, it's also just nuts to me they made this movie in fucking 1942. Like, World War II was super going on during this. This isn't like... This isn't like looking at it with rose-colored glasses or something. This is in the heat of it. Yeah. This is what they're doing. No, it's like... It's a little wild. There was also... Uh, an interesting connection for me because I've been taking that history of uh, history of North Africa class. Mm-hmm. So like this came up a little bit with with Morocco and and everything. Mm-hmm. So it was just like they didn't they don't get into it like almost at all, but it's just sort of that like you know it's a little aha gotcha moment. Yeah. It is still 1942, so there are so many white people. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, like, North Africa is... Yeah, yeah, I I won't say white, but, you know, it's mixed. Yeah. More so, anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I just there are just so many little little in a lot of these movies, but there are just so many little lines. I've I've yeah. watched these movies over and over. Those are the things that like stand with me. Like the those just those two people who are going to America, the two German couple, and they're like <laughs> they've been working on their English and it's like what watch? Ten watch. <laughs> oh, such much. it's so good like that scene didn't need to be there but it's so good (laughs) it's perfect man yeah I I had asked as soon as I literally I finished this film it kind of sat there you know just like post movie basking I suppose Mm -hmm. And immediately messaged Anya. I'm like, have you seen Casablanca? <laughs> no. Wait, have you heard of Casablanca? No. 
Uh, okay, well, that's a little weird, but sure. <laughs> okay. I have a movie you'll like. One of my other favorite... I like how this movie kind of turns the fucking French national anthem into a patriotic American song. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's... In that scene where they have to win... Mm-hmm. They have to beat the Nazis at singing your national anthem. Well, yeah. You can't... I mean, which is easy, because the French national anthem is, like, the best national anthem. It's quite good I can't remember it offhand the Marseille has, is uh, pretty good it bumps it has good, <laughs> good content yeah it bumps <laughs> just just listen to Spotify one day and like oh French National Anthem comes out Hank's like fuck we got a slapper he's turning it up look man you're Sing it loud and cry. That's that's what you do. <laughs> I yeah, apparently. It's about I mean it's about like people dying in the streets too. So yeah. it's from the French Revolution. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why it's good. I don't know. The the moment that's like sticking in my mind right now is probably uh, it's I feel like you any moment you pick from this film is like, oh, I really like this. Like, there's going to be a billion other people who also like it. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of mm-hmm. moments. <laughs> yes. Um, is just so well executed when, uh, what's her name rolls in and she asks Sam to play the song. And Rick comes in and he's like, I told you never to play that. <laughs> and then, you know, that it's such a good fucking moment. It's so good. Like, the delivery yeah. is so perfect. Mm-hmm. I know, like, <laughs> like Roger Ebert is, like, obsessed with the way Ingrid Bergman's her face is shot in this movie. <laughs> and, like, the way they light it. How so? Just, like... Like, her face is fucking, like... Like, you just look at her once and you get... You kind of get it. Like, it's mm. kind of magic. Okay. They always put like the lighting on it on all the close ups is pretty uh, <laughs> pretty perfect. Yeah. No, I I I've you know, I've only seen it once, but that's uh it's one of many. But I'm yeah. I'm keeping this one around. I don't know about Falcon. <laughs> that one was a good to good to do once sort of thing, I think. But Mm-hmm. That's fair. There's also, like, just the, um, the whole dynamic of, like, the, you know, you've got your unwilling hero, and then you have your, like, that the, uh, the kind of messiah character is not our main character. Hmm. He's just, he's literally the, the, the husband of the woman our main character is in love with. Yeah. He's not, like, like that, I like that dynamic better than, like, there are so many movies where like the messiah figure is your main character and like this is such a good example of why that's you can still have that character in your movie and it can still work but your main character your heart of your movie doesn't have to be that even Mm -hmm. if the heart of your message is with that guy kind of 
as much as, you know, Rick does, like, turn around by the end, he's not, like, he's still interested in the, the human beings in this movie. He's not, like, trying to do something bigger at the moment. It's still pretty focused on uh, its characters. Yeah. And, like, and like the, the specific events and things that are happening, the little minute details navigating this situation. Mm-hmm. It also helps that, like, of, like, the... that, like, the the nature of the world and, like, the Nazis' rules are always... are keep changing and, like, shifting under you. Yeah. Under our heroes, like, that, that pressure of, like, this is bad... And it could get a whole lot worse at any moment. <laughs> yeah. Just at any moment, it could all fall apart. I also like... I mean, it's... It's it's not like anything in the film itself, but just... Even reading about it afterwards was so fun. Just like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot on that Wikipedia page. Turns out people have talked about this film a little bit. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, here we Oh, there's like a little there's a little freaking list of uh of quotes. Play it again, Sam. Here's looking at you, kid. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Well, I was at Paris. Round up the usual suspects. Of all the gin joints in all the towns and all the world, she walks into mine. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm trying to remember. Um, so if, if you want to know a, uh, <clears throat> a bad movie, they made, like, after Casablanca, at some point they made this other huge movie with, like, most of these stars. I know, although not. With most of like the supporting cast, like almost all of them, okay. Other movie that's terrible. It's just like <laughs> super boring. I think uh, Bogart might be in it, but like in a, you know, in a minor role. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it had like, I was I tried to watch it once. It had like four nested flashbacks. Like it just kept going from flashback into flashback <laughs> into flashback. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember what the name of it was, which one it was. I think it was, it might have been Passage to Marseille. Okay. Might be the name of it. Yeah, and Bogart was in it. But I think he's, he's not in as, in as much of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, because of this, that dumb flashback thing. It was really, oof. <laughs> oof. Better just to forget about it. I will never forget. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it unless you're, like, curious and want to watch a bad movie. Because it was... Mostly, it was just... It was it was a mess and it was boring. It's just like, right. Movies can also be bad. 
Yeah, Casablanca feels like some kind of mi minor miracle that it turned out. A, that it was made, it turned out this good. How fun it is, despite, like, it literally being, like, like, how much pure entertainment it is, despite also being about convincing Americans we should get into World War II. Like, it is, it is just an incredible piece of popcorn entertainment mm -hmm. and also um that is like what it is primarily and it has this other other side to it because it's such a it was such a well constructed piece of uh media honestly, that makes it better propaganda yeah such a good <laughs> you have to make the propaganda fun i mean I'm okay with it because it's good and I agree with it. Yeah. So, you know. What? You think we should fight Nazis? You Nazi. Freedom wow. of speech. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> Casablanca happened and it was very popular. So then they made uh, Casablanca again to have and have not. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the first thing I noticed. Like, you know, uh, guess what the book isn't like? The, the film book is not like Casablanca. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds right. Um, yeah, like he yeah. was the exact same character. He was. He, I mean, the plot is the same. Yeah. It's just that he's, well, he's not, um, his love interest is just not actually involved with the plot this time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this, this is, but this is the movie that introduces Lauren Bacall, who Humphrey Bogart would, would star in four movies with, and then they would get married and yeah. stay married till Bogart died. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's pretty, and that's what makes, like Lauren Bacall is what makes this movie for me. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, she was... I mean, this this one was also, like... It was really solid. It was just... Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's kind of... When Force Awakens came out, it was great because it was kind of a return to form. But if Force mm -hmm. Awakens had come out, like, right after A New Hope, <laughs> be a bit different <laughs> yeah this one as, again as I've rewatched it this one just has so many little conversation moments that I just love yeah like the fact that um, Lauren Bacall's character never calls Humphrey Bogart's character by his actual name his name is Harry and she calls him Steve the entire movie. <laughs> wow, I didn't even, like, pick up uh -huh. on that. Which is, like, <laughs> I forget. I forget who. I think it's, like, a, and it, that's, like, a reference to the, the head of the studio, I think, at the time. Hmm. His, him and his wife, like, she would call him Steve and he would call her Slim. <laughs> 
That Yo, was, yeah, the, the slim thing, like, what is, I don't know, talk about fucking, like, fitting, I don't know, it just <laughs> works super well. Yeah. No, they, they took that from uh, actual human beings who did that, but okay. it works so well in this movie. Yeah. And uh, her singing was dope. Yes. It's good stuff. Accurate. Uh-huh. Uh, she was also, like, 19. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. As long as she uh-huh. wasn't, like, yeah. 18, then it's weird. But she she seems older than she is in this oh, movie. Oh, uh, yeah. A thousand percent. I think... Yes. Man, I don't even know. You know what? Well, I'm trying to think like how old I would have like mentally thought she was. Honestly, like maybe thirty. Yeah, I'm sure a bit of that has to do with just you know, makeup, lighting, whatever. It's also that's also her voice. Yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah like, this is like her, her first big role, mm-hmm. and she's uh, she's pretty great. Like, yeah, her what a breakout role! Have really good, uh, really really good movie chemistry. Oh, absolutely. It's like it's uh, and in real life chemistry too. <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> um. I also love Walter Brennan's character as Eddie. Eddie is really good. Yeah. That that character is the closest to actually being from the book. Yeah. Of this drunk who like walks weird as these these ticks. Um but yeah. This so this movie is based on an Ernest Hemingway book. But it was rewritten multiple times, and the the final credit goes is to William Faulkner, which is okay. this is interesting because Faulkner and Hemingway fucking hated each other. <laughs> but also, like, there's like a scene in this movie that's out of the book. And it's when uh, Eddie wants to sneak back on board uh, Harry's boat when he's going to pick up. He's going on his yeah mission to just pick up the, the hides. The like just pops out. Yeah, yeah. Well, like the the scene of like Harry turning him away and then him turning up on the ship. Like that's from the book, but in the book they're not helping the French resistance. They're <laughs> sneaking in Chinese migrant workers. Okay. And the book is really rough to read because it uses the N-word a ridiculous number of times. Just that like checks out. Just like a lot. Like <laughs> a lot. Like that is the that was the most striking thing about the movie to me about the book to me rather. Um was how much it used that word. 
Um, it... <laughs> more, less, or equal to Huckleberry Finn? More. Oh my god. Like a lot more. What the hell? Holy shit. It's... <laughs> That's wild. It felt oppressive. Like it was oh, like, oh no. This is just just the use of this word over and over again. I you know. Yeah, that's man. No that's one should ever rough. use this word again. <laughs> yeah, no. It's horrible. Like I um I don't know. I also it, the book oh, is yeah. fucking miser like it's a miserable book. There's no Lauren Bacall character. Harry's in a loveless marriage. Also his arm gets cut off at one point. Oh. It's just like it's, pure no. misery. There's no it's not it's it's not a good book. Yeah. Uh it was a an interesting experience. I learned a lot. Woof. And this uh I'm looking at there's a little thing about like some of Bacall's lines became renowned as double entendre. I forgot about uh-huh. this one. You know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? You just put yeah. your lips together and blow. What a what a fucking line. I love when he makes her walk around him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was oh my god. Uh, I love Eddie's where we're st- st- bit by a bee bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a thing. It was like it's a... I like how it's done and like how she like flips it back on him. Yes. Like, yo, you must be alright. It's how he tests people, man. I guess, yeah. He's got to have some. Okay. If they just ignore him, then nah, they're no good. Um, His first like interrogation is great. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> Jeez, I think they were trying to get me drunk. <laughs> they don't know me very well, do they? <laughs> Sticking perfectly to the story. Oh, I, uh, after um, after like the surgery in the basement, and yeah, the, the wife faints. And Harry's, like, carrying her out, and he's just, he, like, holds her for an extra second, looking at her, and Lauren Bacall walks in, and he's like, what are you trying to do, guess her weight? (laughs) (laughs) This is real good. He's like, she's heavier than you'd think. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's, again, this is, like, a movie I've watched lots of times, and that's the thing that it makes it rewatchable is like all those little moments. Like the plot is this time is kind of whatever. Like, it's, yeah, no, the plot, it's, like, you know, it's, it's Casablanca again, but you know, it's not Casablanca. Yeah. But, um, no, the, all the, the little character interactions. Yeah. Are super good. Everybody just like, everybody does well. Like all of the characters are enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. And that makes it all the better when you have good characters who then get to interact. Yeah. And I mean, this is the other thing about this movie. It's like watching Bogart movies. They're so defined by him. 
Yeah. Like, all of these movies have different directors, but the reason, like, I would lump them together, because I think of them as Bogart movies primarily, because he's such a commanding star. Like, he, he, the movies kind of get defined by by him. Mm-hmm. More than the, the styles of the directors. And these are fucking, like, great directors. <laughs> it's not like it's not like he's working with no names or anything. Yeah. Howard Hawks made a fucking billion movies. Well, yeah. depending on who you ask, Humphrey Bogart might be the director. I mean, they would be wrong. <laughs> Again, directorial auteur theory... It, yeah, wouldn't yeah. is like not the be all end all. You could say like, like uh, particularly at, at at this era. Uh, I'm pretty sure, for like it was way more movies were way more defined by the uh, studio they were coming out of than anything. That makes like a, sense. It was a Warner Brothers picture. Would be probably be the thing at this time. And then later, like, it became producers were the well-known people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't till uh, like, f- auteur theory didn't come about till later. In terms of in the in, in the argument that uh, directors of the auteur wasn't a, a thing yet, mm-hmm. even. But yeah, having them not good. Yeah. It's a it's a quality quality film. It's an enjoyable watch. Fun time. And then we have the big sleep. Um, the the biggest thing here is that I finished the film, and then Uh I rewatched like the last twenty minutes, and then I went back and rewatched like the fifteen minutes before the last twenty minutes. And then I just went on Wikipedia and read the plot. And then I went uh-huh. on a different site and read the plot. And then I like read some more of Wikipedia. And I was really happy to discover that I wasn't the only one who had no idea what the <laughs> fuck was going on, even after reading a plot synopsis. I didn't have that much yarn around to like uh-huh. put strings between people. What a what I a mean, mess. The- but amazing. Like, yeah. The famous story about this is uh, when they were making the movie, the filmmakers called up Raymond Chandler, who wrote the book. Yeah. And they asked him who killed the chauffeur, the guy they pull out of the car <laughs> in the river. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he had no idea. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that doesn't even. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So this movie, like, it felt like James Bond. Dude mm. just runs into so many girls. Yeah, man. Fucking, if you can use me again sometime, call this number. Day and, <laughs> day and night? Night's better. I work during the day. <laughs> Fucking unreal. It's so good. Book girl. Bookstore girl. Yeah. She needed more screen time. Yeah. Just saying. It's sad that they had her. It's sad that they had her do the thing where she like has to take off her glasses and let her hair down. But like. Uh Uh-huh. God damn. 
She turned that sign to closed. She did turn that sign to closed. Oh yeah, like there's so much shit in this in this film, and then they're doing like fucking airplane bullshit. Like, how do you like your brandy in a glass? Fucking, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like the plot was a fucking mess, but there were so many like. There were so many instances of literally me just, like, leaning back and being like, God damn. Like, mm -hmm. they've done it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I love this movie. And I definitely, like, had watched it a bunch of times. It's like, I don't, I have no idea what happens. <laughs> yeah, no. I have a pretty good, pretty good sense of th what's going on. You know, apart from the guy who got... Nobody knows who killed him. But, you know... Life happens. Uh, But, yeah. it Like, the, the part where he, like... He walks into Geiger's bookstore... And he flips up his hat... And he puts on glasses... Yeah. And he's <laughs> acting like a nerd. He's looking for those specific rare books... Just like like the like that took me a bunch of viewings to realize that like in the scene previously, he had like looked up a thing in a book so he knew uh, what he was this talking wasn't about. A thing. Well, he yeah. knew he was making something up. Yeah, but uh, that baffled me for a long time when I was watching <laughs> this when I was younger. But it's amazing. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, everything like there's so many, there's so much good shit that happens. It's also because Bogart's like the character is so the same so much of the time, and mm. he he fucking goes for it in that scene. <laughs> uh he flips the hat up. <laughs> you do sell books. Don't you? Oh my god. What do those look like? Well, <laughs> oh, they look books like books from here. Look like books from here. Yeah, like yeah. 90. I'm looking at like quotes. 99% of them are like fucking, I guess, puns. They're sort bangers. Of, or, yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then he walks into an alley, gets beat up. And then just starts another another character walks in to have a conversation with him as he's like, yeah. "Oh God." <laughs> uh, it's so good because it's so just like needlessly complicated. It's just like one thing after another, and it's yeah. not like it doesn't it doesn't bother to let you catch up. It doesn't. Like, if you miss something, that a small thing, it's like, well, you missed it. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Or just, you're left behind. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, it was not a a do something while I'm watching this to try to figure out what's happening. Uh, and then I was a little upset, because it doesn't matter how hard I try, I'm not going to figure it out anyway. I mean, you can figure out most of it there. Well, you know. yeah. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. That I love that whole f 
the whole first scene where he meets the uh, younger daughter. She's like, you're not very tall, are you? Right. Well, I try to be. <laughs> and then she's like looking at him and like just falls into it, like faints on him. And later mm. he's he 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 talks about he's like he tried to sit in my lap while I was standing up. <laughs> God, I I think the I think the top one is still the the taxi driver. The taxi driver was pretty good, especially because like they don't even come back to it. No, like I thought maybe I thought maybe. You would like need a taxi for some reason, or like need someone, you know, like need a ride or whatever. Nah. It's so good. But yeah, that plot, like, it was definitely one where, like, during, <laughs> by the end of the film, I was like, this is terrible. And then afterwards, when I realized that, like, nobody understands, I'm like, okay. I, I've I've reconvened and I've decided that it's great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's just so good. Like the whole his whole intro is that fucking She's asking him questions about who he is, and he's giving her, like, fake answers. Like, he gives her he, it, not his name. Mm hmm <laughs> uh. God. What a movie. What a movie. So it this is, like, is. The Big Sleep is way more the term of, like, shaggy dog noir, or, like, it's about... Like the main character goes from scene to scene and just stuff happens. And yeah. it's not even about the mystery. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you, you might not even solve the mystery <laughs> or know what the mystery is. <laughs> well, like, the mystery that actually is isn't the mystery you start with. Yeah, yeah. Um,. For sure, that one's that one's super defined. It's like being one of the classics. Like this is way more. Oh, it's this is way more like what noir is than uh, than the Maltese Falcon, which is way more like of a a detective story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That it's so it's much it's like not about the it's not about the plot. It's much more about the tone, and the. Mm -hmm. Because the plot is fucking nonsense. <laughs> it's just... And just... It's about stuff happening over and over again. It's about... Picking up girls. And then dropping them immediately. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely like a bit of a early Bond vibe. In that regard. Yeah. Like just... I'm not important. I'm not really important to the plot. Like I could be anyone, but instead I'm a a slamming hottie. And and like all the innuendo stuff is in these movies because <laughs> they literally couldn't do anything explicit. Yeah, censorship rules at the time. But uh, you know, sometimes restriction breeds creativity. 
<laughs> yeah. It's not like it's it's not like this isn't a horny movie. Yeah, no. <laughs> God, that fucking clothes sign though. Bitch just shut down her shop for the day. Oh, she does such good stuff with like her tongue in her mouth. <laughs> she's yeah. Like what she's yeah. thinking. <laughs> Good shit. It's it's good shit. Yeah, I mean this like is meet, like Yeah. You meet a character who's working for another character you've met, so you have to remember that she exists. Oh my god, and he dies There's so like much one of that scene shit. later. Yeah. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking Canito. I don't even know what that name is. That is... That's the. <laughs> There's too many. He's the, he's the he's the bad guy who shows up later and is like ridiculous and makes the guy drink the water. That oh yeah him. yeah. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. The bad guy gets shot by his own dudes. Yeah. Walks out instant instantaneously. <laughs> They didn't even they didn't even cross their mind that their boss could walk out. He's like, "Stop! Stop! Don't shoot!" That's just what God someone we damn. were supposed to shoot would say. Blam! 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 <laughs> Fucking machine gun right across the door. <laughs> yeah. That like it, like that whole his he doesn't like catch the bad guy. He just like. Figures out if I get to this place first, where he wants to kill me, I'll be dropping him. Yeah, but I got here first, Diddy. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It is, like it, it's a. This was a good start to the old movie month, mm -hmm. possibly. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, like, three out of four is a pretty good ratio, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, three out of four that I'm like, yo, I need to need to go through these again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. And, you know, like, is there, is there anything else, like, worth checking out that Humphrey Bogart's done? Yeah, totally. He he's in definitely in other good movies. Yeah, no, um, like his his filmography was enormous. I just you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it, it's not it's not all of those. Yeah, I was like, um, if you're gonna tell me that I can fucking throw a dart, that's too much. <laughs> uh, the African Queen is a good one. Uh. With his, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's him and uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn. Okay. Um, there's, there's Treasure of the Sierra Madre, which is a pretty different movie, which is like a bunch of dudes in the desert find gold and go insane. <laughs> 
That's weird. Uh, that one also. That one also has. That one's. That one, I was thinking of for one of the things. Um, Mare's Key Largo is pretty good. That also. That's the other one. That's the other. That's another one of the Lauren Bacall ones. Yeah, I, I just I hovered over Dark Passage and it said they did four films together. Yeah. Okay. Dark Passage is probably the one I would say is the, like the weakest. Is the worst? Yeah, the weakest. Okay, but like, uh, it's a is like, hmm. are there any that need to be like avoided at all costs or like a a grouping? I don't know. I mean, no, maybe you. Again, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't watch High Sierra. High Sierra is pretty boring. Mm. But is is so? Is there anything like before or after a certain point that like it's kind of like I wouldn't I wouldn't watch anything before the Maltese Falcon for sure. Okay. Well, there's one of those movies actually I actually like, but um, he's not like the main character. He shows up at the end as a villain. Gotcha. Um, I think it's the petrified. Yeah, it's petrified forest, and it's. I actually really liked it because every character in it feels like they're from like a fucking completely different movie. <laughs> they're like Good they're Lord. these young kids in love. There's this like old timey minor character who feels like he's from a movie. There's a city slicker who just feels like he's from something different. And then like at the end of the movie, Humphrey Bogart just walks in and holds them all hostage because he's a gangster. <laughs> He's like, oh my god! Not going anywhere. It's just a, just wild. It's like it's not like a great movie, but it was. I found it very entertaining. But mm. I really like when I really like just in general when characters in movies feel like they're from the wrong movie. <laughs> they're yeah. just from a different movie. They've wandered in here. Uh, in a lonely place. I. I have a real soft spot for partially. Partially, it's it reminds me of um, adaptation as like a really early uh, precursor to it because of how it changes the source material of its book. Like it oh. makes it it like the the movie's about a writer. The book is not about a writer. <laughs> it kind of and it kind of like. Flips I mean, on its head what the uh, the plot was gonna be about the this guy who's who maybe he killed his he killed this woman. I mean, like his his neighbor who he was getting romantically involved with who turns up dead. How many scenes involve Humphrey Bogart jerking off? Uh, none. Oh, it's not well. it's not that well. much like adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> the question has to be asked. Still, it's still a 1950. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they but, could. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like a chick walks in, like you've been in here for ages. What are you doing? And he's like, I'm just tugging some sausage. And it like zooms out, and there's like a little sausage making machine or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I would say the big one we didn't we didn't watch is African Queen, in terms of. Uh, his best movies. 
That's like okay. that's the one that was like I thought about, but uh, decided the Maltese Falcon was historically too important to skip. Yeah, basically, and that that's totally that's totally fair. Yeah, and the African Queen's in color. Ooh, I <laughs> I actually saw on the Casablanca page that they redid it in color. They colorized it. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Not redid, but the. Yeah. And everyone was like, it ended up being worse. <laughs> like. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Cause the like they didn't even leave the white suits as white. Oh. <laughs> they fucked it all up. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> like I feel like that's that's the only detail you need to know to know like why this is bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like. They made like the white suits like yellow. Mm-hmm. That's the. You had one job, and you did it too much. You colored things yep. that didn't need to be colored. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a podcast. Yeah, man. Those were those were old movies. They are, and it's like, like a, <laughs> yeah, not like '90s movies, which are like 20 years old. But <laughs> come on, they're not that old. Yeah, no. They it's been... I I don't know. Based on like, I, again, it's like it's probably true of any era. But based on films that I've seen from the 70s, like, I think the 40s has a, <laughs> like, a higher quality so far. I don't know. I think I've just been exposed to a lot of, like, the campy, shitty movies from the 70s. Yeah, no, the good movies from the 70s are, like, well, the the, the other problem for you, I'd say, with the good 70s movies is a lot of them don't even have soundtracks. Because they mm. it was going for a more realism thing, sure. Where they 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 got more into like trying to feel like real life was kind of what they were they were into and more minimalism stuff. Gotcha. A lot of them, but uh, yeah, a lot of them were the the more independent. They're like this this whole wave of independent filmmakers came out of there because partly because the uh, bloated. Hollywood movies were not <laughs> connecting with people at all. Yeah. But no, it's been it's it's and been I was, good. Yeah. Like for New Year's I was I was watching a a a special that was like I forget what stu- it was I forget if it was MGM, but it was like all movies of different eras from one studio. And they would just stare like cycling through clips. Okay. And like whenever they got to the seventies, you could tell because it was looked terrible, and they were clearly on a sound stage, and like <laughs> they just looked, they looked, they didn't look like boobies. They looked like someone who was filming a stage. Like yeah, they they just lost all the ability to do it. And then you go like movies that were older than it looked better, movies later than it clearly looked better. Like it was just weird. Uh, they 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 fucked it up. They lost. They lost it briefly yeah no it's been a it's been a a really good like 
introduction to old films. I don't know. It's like yeah. it's shattering those preconceived notions. Old yeah. movies can be good. Who knew? True. Oh, the thing we didn't mention is that in Casablanca, there's all that fog at the end, which, you know, if you were actually in Casablanca, there wouldn't be fog there. All that fog that is there sense. to... And they put that fog there to distract the audience from how tiny the plane was. Eh. I mean, <laughs> probably did its job. I don't know. It set the mood. Yeah. It, rule of cool. You know? Rule of cool. Exactly. <laughs> also, that fucking narration intro to Casablanca. Mm-hmm. They wait and wait. I saw a movie this year that was like literally it was like the serious version of just off of the intro to Casablanca kind of of people stuck in (laughs) Casablanca in a nightmare world. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you can email us at saltcirclepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at saltcirclepod or on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, saltcirclepodcast. And you can find our episodes hosted at anchor.fm slash saltcircle. And I'm on Twitter at comic panels. I'm on Twitter at bean underscore LP. Favorite minor character from these movies? Um... I've already forgotten the actor's name. The dude who gets uh, taken out in like the first five minutes of Casablanca or whatever. Peter Peter Lorre. Yeah, Casablanca. they just like take him away, and Rick's like, oh, "I wish I could help, but I don't want to." <laughs> help me, Rick, please. Oh, uh, he's so calm at first when they they go to get him. Yeah, no, he just like uses it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, how, how is pretty great. Um, I don't know. It might be Walter Brennan in Have and Have Not. Which one's he? The drunk. Okay, okay. Eddie. Um, as far as minor character, I don't know. If you want to go more minor than that, I, w- I was thinking like slightly minor. He seems more like a it might like be a bookstore girl. <laughs> yeah, bookstore girl is so good. My man. <laughs>